0: Hello, this is Tucker Johnson from Nimsy Insights, and I am here today with guest Viznya, who oh, – and I didn't ask her how to pronounce her last name – Viznya Zelyaniak. I'll, I'll ask her when she comes on here really quick. But before we get started, quick intro. This is Nimsy Insights. We do market research and consulting for the language services industry and beyond. Uh, if you're not, if this is their first time joining us, then welcome. We do these live streams as pop-up events, meaning that they are not announced they are not marketed we just go live when we go live so if you are lucky enough to catch this live then please join us in the comments all of your comments we try our best to respond to everybody up on stream so that's the way to interact with us ask questions provide comments share your experience or add some value if you are subscribed if you are not subscribed to Nimzy insights then i would recommend you to do so why? Because that's the only way that you're going to get notified of these pop-up events as we as they come out. We are live on Facebook in, not Instagram. Actually, I should probably fix that Instagram thing. We are live on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube right now. So, welcome and thank you for subscribing. With that, I'd like you. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to Viznia, who will now correct me on the pronunciation of her last name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hi tucker thank you for having me for inviting me yeah so my na- my first name vishnia is already hard enough so <laughs> my last name Želiznyak, i didn't want to bother oh, with you right? oh so, i'm not going to try that one
0: i'm yeah, sorry no, please don't i'm so, sorry
1: if you call me Visnya, that's just fine so everybody calls me Visnia. that's uh, that's from abroad i mean from outside of croatia where i'm from so that's, where, whereabouts is- in
0: croatia where are you located
1: uh, I'm in Rijeka. This, uh, this is the third largest city in Croatia. It's a coastal city. Yeah. It's also a port city. Well, you, you guys
0: are kind of coast hogs over there. I, I've seen the map, right? You're like, yeah, I'll take that coastline. yeah
1: and we have like thousand islands so you can choose where you want to uh, you know have your vacation and this this is something that's that's brandable very brandable so the islands the coast it's very nice yeah
0: my my one experience in croatia is the dubrovnik i was at an alia conference in dubrovnik and i took my wife got a babysitter took my wife and it was marvelous it was so beautiful there Oh yes, my gosh. The
1: the famous King's Landing Thanks. where Game of Thrones was, was Yeah, but I, a... I've
0: never actually seen Game of Thrones. So Oh,
1: you're you're one of I those know, people. I know.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not one of those people. I'm I would very 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 much like Game of Thrones. And the reason I haven't seen it is because if I start watching it now you're not going to see me for two weeks because I'm just going to be locked in my room watching game of Thrones, <laughs> but,
1: Oh, I know. I know. I just binged on outlander. That's a Netflix <laughs> series. And I, I didn't do anything productive for like three weeks. And I know what you're saying. And, and, <laughs> Please don't watch eight seasons of Game of Thrones, especially when I know how it ends. <laughs>
0: yeah, Well, I know how it ends too. But but we're not here to talk about Game of Thrones. We um, I the reason I so let me give a quick intro of why I had you, why I have you on the show. And I found Vizhnya because just I don't know how I found just on LinkedIn or something. I um, saw that she had a podcast that she was doing very much to like what I'm doing here. And it is a Croatian language podcast, and it piqued my interest because that is, you know, most English, most podcasts out there are in English, and I kind of wanted to talk to you firsthand to understand what's it all about, and why Croatian language, what's the advantage of that? And the reason, just to provide some background, why it interests me is because like, my hypothesis, if you will, is that as... We get more and more connected through globalization, the true sense of the word globalization, that there's going to be more and more appetite for local language content, Um, user, user, listener, audience, whatever you want to call it, expectations are changing and they're increasing over time. And I think that it's opening up new opportunities for folks like you to capitalize on that. So that's what I found interesting about it. And that's why I wanted to have you on today. Tell us a little bit about it.
1: Sure. Um, So the reason why I wanted to start a Croatian podcast, video podcast, is because my actual audience is mostly in Croatia. I do have an an English-facing website, but I also have a Croatian-facing website. And the reason is because people in Croatia already know me. And given that i'm in b2b i'm a website consultant and i work with it companies and tech companies i help them plan their websites and make them more um and improve them from sales and marketing marketing perspective so the reason why i started a podcast is because i don't have to have a huge audience to have Early wins. This was at least that was my hypothesis when I started. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to explore whether Croatians and Croatian companies, my potential clients, wanted to use video, which is not very widely used in Croatia, mm-hmm. um, if they wanted to see um, videos and watch videos to learn about B two B marketing tactics, strategy, and I can tell you that using LinkedIn and using video and uh, combining it in one nice package, right? I didn't have to wait very long. I got the first results in like two or three months, actually. So really, yeah, there's Yeah, really, really. So when I say results, uh, I mean, like leads, new clients and uh, people noticing me, people who have long forgotten about me started to contact me. So that that was actually when, th- that was during t- 2020, during the pandemic. Yeah, It was a huge success for me personally.
0: Well, congratulations. That's, I mean, I've had similar, like you and I have kind of been doing this the same amount of time actually. And I was talking to you for five minutes beforehand. You mentioned like you started off doing short videos and video marketing, and then you moved into the podcast and, and, you know, there needs to be a better name for it because podcasts are audio and what you do is not audio. It's, um, it's recorded just like this. And I'm sure if I had found your video cast earlier, you would have been an inspiration for Nimsy live because I was out there looking at all of these things. But, um, Tell us a little bit about that journey, like the from the video to um, to the actual like podcast format, and specifically what um, specifically in regards to LinkedIn, because you know it's available on other channels and stuff like YouTube. We're going to show a clip from your YouTube here pretty soon, but for me, for this podcast, Nimsy Live, LinkedIn has been where it's at. Like, we don't get a lot of views on YouTube or. um, Facebook and all that stuff, but LinkedIn is heavy engagement. So talk talk to me a little bit about that.
1: Okay, so uh, the first video I recorded was in August 2020, and it was for a new project of mine. Uh, the actual idea, or should I say, a nudge, was after I read the book "Content Based Networking" by James Carberry, if I'm not mistaken, and this is the book that actually sells the idea that you should podcast and bring in guests that you want to have as clients so that gave me an idea okay so if i want to start a new project that was a project uh, related to business training uh we are working on a on a new online data online base uh, online database or online catalog of business training offers okay. so that like every any new startup i wanted to you know engage people before i start selling anything and what better way to do it uh, than video. I mean, this was something of a revelation to me that I would be good with video. I I never recorded any video ever. And uh, I've been a content writer for my entire life for like 20 years. And I just wanted to experiment. I told myself, let's try this. If I don't like it, I can drop it. Nothing's going to happen, right? Yeah. And I loved it instantly. And that was a huge surprise for me. Uh, so I recorded like six episodes and then I realized that I know nothing. I mean, I I have to say, I know, I don't know anything about editing video. It's hard. It's time consuming. It's
0: there's a learning curve.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. There's a learning curve so i discovered that live video with uh, technology especially software that exists it's easier right it's nicer that's
0: what people don't get like if people ask me like dude I, i've been doing videos for a long time but i, I haven't gotten into the live thing yet I'm, I'm afraid to get into the live thing and i'm like dude secret it's a lot easier than record because the expectations are different right the, if exactly. i'm watching a recorded video I, my expectations is that it's highly edited and high value per minute ratio right like i want facts i want stuff i want to watch a 10 minute video and get what i need right and that takes a lot of time to put together but a, a live stream or a podcast it's it's a different listening Um, environment you know people are listening passively they're listening while they're on walks or while they're driving i just got done yesterday i just got done driving for 14 hours thank god for podcasts is all i can say
1: exactly exactly that's my experience as well especially live video gives you something that podcasts audio recorded podcasts and recorded videos cannot give you and that's live interaction with people yes so my audience is already used to me uh going live at exact time. That's Mondays at noon. I'm I'm still experimenting with the the best time slot, but this is it for the time being. And they will, you know, uh, grab a cup of coffee and just listen to me. Uh, They will comment. They will, you know, um, do jokes together. It's it's always uh, a part of the audience that already knows me. And sometimes, of course, it's new people. So... That's the live interaction is something that I love about live video uh, the most. and I wouldn't change it for the recorded part. Of course, I know I would have to record videos for LinkedIn. Short yeah. videos, maybe you know they work best, especially if they have subtitles. Yep. they have yep. engagement but or on screen text. Is-
0: so with, with recorded videos, it's all about you know stopping the scroll. Is what I say, right? People are you're scrolling through LinkedIn on your phone, and say, like, oh, and they stop because they see something, and they stop when they see faces, they stop when they see big text, and everything, because that's one of the, one of the disadvantages of especially long form audio and video content, um, you know, longer than ten minutes. One of the disadvantages is it's not very skim skimmable, right? Like I can take a hundred page document and just scan it and in 10 minutes like okay I kind of get it you can't really do that with video sure you can play it at two times speed you can skip around you can add chapters to your YouTube and stuff like that but it's it, it's a commitment you kind of have to sit down and watch it right yeah
1: um, but I do have ways to go around this uh, you Ooh, know the do tell. problem do tell yeah, uh, I have uh, virtual assistants who helped me with repurposing and with uh, creating the table of contents for YouTube. So after my video is recorded, uh, they take uh, take the video and just create a table of contents with 20 points, so people can skip to the parts they only want to see later in the recording. So that's a very nice thing to do. Uh, if I had more resources, are, I would do it for are, are you, all my shows. Are you
0: hiring them full-time? Do they have bandwidth? Can I <laughs> can I get their names? Because yes. that sounds marvelous. Yes. Because one of the yes. things I do with this is... Um, so for those of you out there that are watching this, and I hope there are people watching this that are interested in getting into live streaming. Um, because uh, hear me and hear Vizhna. This is not you know, it's not that big of a deal like we we really recommend go out there make a fool of yourself right because that, that's what you think you think like oh i'm going to make a fool of myself, and that you know the way I think about that is, hmm, if I wake up today and I make a fool out of myself today and that's the worst thing that happens to me, that's a pretty good day, right, so just go out there be fearless and and do it, and the live streaming like to your point it's just so much easier than well it's not easier it's it's different it's different than the the recording but to your point like the interaction with the guests and one thing that we could be doing better here and will be doing better is going live at a regular time ditching the whole pop-up component and all that eventually it is in the works but the community of it like to me that's the difference between video and live is the community and in my mind. And this is just me. But in my mind, a successful live stream is just the excuse for the community. And the community happens in the comments section with people. And that's what I'm working towards. Like, I, I want to see NIMSY live a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. It's just people showing up and bullshitting in the comments section, like hardly even listening to what's going on, right? Um, we'll see if we get there. What, what do you exactly. think about that though, is, is you the know, community?
1: Yes. The community is the best part. So when you have two people fighting over something, you know, technical of technical nature in the, in the comments, not with you, but between each other, then you know that you have a real, real community. So speaking
0: of, speaking of, uh-huh. you have a fan here because I don't okay. think they, it says LinkedIn user, which means you probably don't follow me or Nimsy. So follow me and Nimzy. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. But,
1: it's actually, I have to tell you, I, I'm on LinkedIn. I follow your feed on LinkedIn. So this, it's my virtual assistant. Hey, Sonia. So she's my top secret. I,
0: I will hey, have Sonia. I've got a job for you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you want to come edit Nimsy videos? She says, uh, Vishnia's live videos are so good and educational, you don't even want to skip parts. No skimming. She must have heard us talking about skimming. Well, that's yeah. a perfect introduction there for, let's check this out. This is an intro video from... YouTube, and I'll put the link in the description. Hi,
1: my name is Vishnia, and I'm the co-founder of logit.net, an EU based digital marketing consultancy. Are you looking to improve your business website so that more customers would contact you? One of the ways you can achieve that is by identifying and eliminating the flaws in content and architecture of your website. Let me show you three ways how Logit can help. First, visit our learning center where you can find articles, presentations and downloads on the topic of business website improvement. It's totally free. Next, check out our digital products, such as eBooks, templates and reports, which are great if you're the do it yourself kind of person. And finally, you can hire us to find and fix the flaws in your website for you. Explore Logit.net now and get results from your business website
0: that 's just your intro video to the youtube channel, so but that that doesn 't talk about the podcast much, but what I like yeah. about this because you mentioned this earlier is um, that you started it as kind of an excuse, an idea to talk to potential clients, and it was very successful. You started getting leads from it, and that is a huge thing to me from you know I'm, i 'm run a business like you, and you know don 't do anything for free and <laughs> It's like, well, I've got this podcast, so it's like this ex- great excuse to open conversations and open doors with people who otherwise may not be interested in talking to you. Because let's face it, we're all we're all egotists, right? We all we all want to see ourselves on a YouTube live stream. So you know, people tend to say yes on that, and it's starting. I was just talking this morning. It's like after the podcast, like oh, like now we have a relationship. Like, now we can do this. And so when you ask me about using the podcast as a tool to sell, I I say yes, because everything can be used as a tool to sell. And by sell, I mean add value. I mean find solutions. I don't just mean like try to close business and be used car salesman. It's what Michael Stevens and I were just talking about in our last live stream. But I mean it, use it as an excuse to build relationships. You don't sell. You don't sell before the podcast. You don't sell right after the podcast. You use it to build relationships. And so much of selling to me, so much of, I don't even want to use that word, selling, so much of growing a business, um, growing a business respect and all of that is all about the relationships, right? What are some of the what are some of the relationships that you've been, have you have you come across anybody that you crossed paths with people? Well, me, for example, uh, that's a great example. Who else have you met be, as a direct result of what you're doing with video?
1: Okay, so uh, my strategy that I like I said I learned it in the book uh, Content Based Networking is to create content together with other people I want to meet. So instead of going there and pitching them anything of my services or my client services, because sometimes I want to connect people. I just go there and say, listen, I have this podcast, video cast, whatever. Let's just not call it webinar.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> so need a word. Let's agree right now. Video cast, video cast. I guess yeah. let's, let's call it video. I'm not crazy about it, but All nah. right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For now. So, uh,
1: let's, let's create content together. I want to you know interview you 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 are a subject matter matter ex, expert and i have an interesting interesting set of ideas to discuss with you and people usually like you said say yes because because it's uh, it's an ego thing and although not many people want to see themselves on video because that's true most that's people, true yeah pe- people are so scared of video we just we really have to get over ourselves to, uh, to go on someone's live show, especially if it's live. So I uh, was introduced to people, um, who are, you know, who are, uh, my potential clients for both my video casts. Um, I w- I was introduced to clients of my clients. People were recommended to me. I think this is a great person to talk to. Um, and we just talked, we just, you know, created content together.
0: Yeah. I met
1: people who provide services to me. Uh, LinkedIn is a huge place. Actually, my number one social channel, maybe number one channel at this moment. Yeah, at Very the moment,
0: same here at MZ, Um yeah. same here at Multilingual. It's I remember back in the day, I, I would have told you Twitter was mm-hmm. the social channel of our industry. But nowadays, I think it's LinkedIn by far.
1: Definitely, because uh, what live stream what what live stream provides you with? So sometimes we're in a in, in an industry that is sometimes it's a race to the bottom with prices with uh, sometimes with of, <laughs> Yeah, <mostly. laughs> so when 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 your competitors are dumping prices and um, maybe eroding the I don't know the um, how should I put it the the image of the industry. You can use LinkedIn and you can use live stream to appear, um, to 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 come to 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 go to the in front of your audience and simply be be yourself. Because I believe the B two B trends are pointing toward being authentic, and everybody hates this word, you know. Authentic.
0: I what love this meaning? word. If anyone <laughs> has listened to any of my, I, I talk about authenticity, like yeah, every authentic time does I go it live,
1: mean you know let's unpack this. So authentic is being yourself, not being afraid, uh, being able and being willing to talk about, you know, just the normal day life uh, in in your career. So I go on LinkedIn to share my professional life. It can be a live stream about strategic digital marketing. Doesn't matter. It can be a blog post about the practices of hiring in my industry. It can be Anything. It can be a last photo uh, from a meetup we we held uh, locally when we finally got together, you know, to meet in person. So uh, these are the moments that people right now can use on LinkedIn, but only if we all show up. I always like to say that. LinkedIn at the moment is, th- this is the golden age of LinkedIn. Remember, Tucker, when Facebook was like, organic reach was, was huge. You yeah. post anything and most of your, uh, your audience would see actually what you post.
0: Yeah, nowadays, so, unless you're throwing money at it, no one's seeing anything. Exactly. So- but you know what, LinkedIn's becoming kind of like that too. So LinkedIn is becoming like that very much for brands, for company pages. So like if I pick a post on Nimsy. Not that many people are going to see it unless we sponsor it and post it. Where LinkedIn really, 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 really—and this is my observation—I don't have the data, I don't know the algorithms, right? But LinkedIn really, really, really likes individual contributors, right? Individual contributions, Um, and that's why, like, when I am out commenting and stuff, and this is a big conversation we're having here at MZ right now, is how should our brand interact with people? Like, it's social network, it's social. Right, so why are why is Nimsy just posting stuff and then leaving it, and posting stuff and then leaving it, and hoping people comment on it when we're not commenting on it, when we're not responding to comments, right? And that that's a big conversation that we're having here at Nimsy right now. And the answer is, well, Nimsy employees go like we go comment on it, but um, yeah, we haven't really figured that out yet. Just being fully transparent.
1: Yeah, uh, I can tell you. I don't have it figured out for myself. For example, I treat my company's LinkedIn profile as a blog post, as an outlet yeah. to share news and like an archive, let's say major stuff yeah. just to be there. If somebody checks out the company and wants to see what we're about, but the, the bulk of all the interaction happens between personal profiles. So, uh, you, yeah. you will see that people want to talk to people. I don't want to talk to logos. I don't know who's behind the logo. It's probably some paid social media manager or somebody from the company who may not want to be at their, at that job to manage the company profile. But I usually know when a personal profile is that person themselves. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. That's that's the authenticity part that we talked about. Yeah. So maybe you can fake it. But if you know that person in, in person, then you know it's not fake. So... I would, what I would do, I would uh, I would call you know all hands meeting, and say, okay people, uh, this LinkedIn stuff, it's really hot right now. You just have to show up, and everything you post, if it's if it's thoughtful, it's gonna get exposure. It's gonna get views and uh, applause or engagement. So let's share our professional lives. And let's not try to do it strategically when we still right. don't know what we're doing. Right. Let's just be there with people. Do you go strategically to meetups? No, you just want to have a beer with your peers. So I, You just want to meet new people. I, not always.
0: Yeah, I, I feel that very much because you know I've got a responsibility to grow my company and pay my employees. We're not a charity. So I need to go and And this is why we go into events to sell, to evangelize, and do all of these things but I've been really watching myself trying to like self monitor of while I'm interacting with another human being, because that's a, that's what I'm doing. Another human being. Am I connecting with them on a human level first, or am I just trying to manipulate myself into a sales conversation? Yeah. And if I can't answer in the affirmative on that first one, then I need to check myself. Um, and like the human reason for that is simply because well, I don't want to be a dick, right? I I don't want to be that guy that's just worried about money and not worried about people. Um, That's the human level. But, you know, for those of us that are less human than we used to be, there's also a business reason. And that's simply because people can smell inauthenticity uh, a mile away. Maybe, Maybe back in the day. Remember, you know, two, three years ago when you'd call in to a client meeting or something and there was always this question of like, are they going to turn on the webcams? Because if the client turns on the webcam, then I have to turn on my webcam. Nowadays, everybody turns on the webcam, right? Yeah, exactly. Resolution is getting better. Sound quality is getting better. What all of this means is it's harder and harder to hide in authenticity.
1: Exactly. And uh, people who dare there right now will be years ahead everybody else who has to go through that learning curve first we have to get over ourselves to appear in front of a camera then we have to know then we have to you know master technology because we don't know how to buy a camera to which can i just
0: say like if this ugly face can go live in front of a camera you can too i don't know who i'm talking to but i'm pointing at you out there (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And that's can- why That's why I named this. I don't know. I'll run the intro reel here. But I mm-hmm. originally named this when I first started going live, You Can! Exclamation point. Right? Exactly. Because I didn't want this to... I didn't want a podcast. I really didn't want one. I did not want my face out there. Um, but I want to encourage other people to do it. And how do you encourage other people to do something? You lead by example. Right? So. Exactly. If this all if this live cast wait, what do we call it video cast if this video cast is around in two or three years, I'm hoping that it's not gonna be my face up here. it's gonna be other just indus- new industry leaders out there
1: exactly exactly, and there are shows that are taking on new people who do not necessarily have to be employees. they're creating little syndications between content creators. I can see that this will you know like creating a media network you need other hosts you can't do everything yourself so
0: so for example i have a media network it's multilingual right and we're doing we're doing that that's what we're trying to turn multilingual into not trying that's what mario Line over at multilingual is leading multilingual into her and michael the, the editor and everything um with multilingual tv but we have like I don't even know the word like syndicated shows. You know, we have, um, Juanma Lopez, who was just on the show last week. He's doing the TEP, which is, you know, TEP, our first Spanish language show. And it's published via multilingual TV, which is, you know, it's just, just a YouTube channel. But, um, it's, I'm very interested to see what this grows into. And I'm very interested in using, the platform that I that we have at through Nimsy and through Multilingual Magazine to move the industry and to move the industry into this new format, right? And this is an ambitious goal. Some would say it's an arrogant goal, but I, I say it's an ambitious goal. But I want to kill the webinar. Exactly. I want to kill the webinar, the webinar. Webinars are.
1: It's that they're just. I mean, uh, they serve their purpose, yeah. but, um,
0: they collect we- leads. When, whenever I, whenever I ask people like, why are you still doing webinars? The only answer I get, and Hey, this is me too. Whenever I ask myself why we're still doing it, cause Hey, Nimsy does webinars, go sign out, check it out. Nimzy.com webinars. But, um, the only good answer, solid answer I can get, and it's not a good answer is because that way we can collect leads because in order to sign up for a webinar, you need the the lead form. And in my mind, going back to the previous thing, am I having this conversation with a human being or am I trying to manipulate people so I can sell to them? And in my mind, lead collection is not it's not a user-focused thing, right? It's not a good reason to have webinars. So, I don't know, that's just my thoughts. Obviously my, my thoughts are still evolving on this subject. But that's why I'm going live like six times a week because I'm like, no, I want to flood the market because if if I can get if you, me, some other people out there can start building out live streams and stuff, why would anyone ever need to sign up for a webinar? They could just yeah. go over to LinkedIn and say, Hey, who's streaming today?
1: Exactly. And uh, for example, tomorrow, I have an early morning call with a client who decided to go live, they nice. they did the first video, and they want to go live because they want to be online. They want to be with the customers because their customers are fully on LinkedIn, they're, they're building their uh, reseller network, and they, they're interested in live and a webinar is why, why would you like, uh, put a gateway, uh, if you want the right. biggest reach? with video let's just do the live I think the I think that live is coming people just don't know the they just don't know the tools yet yeah. all they know is zoom
0: the tools are hard yeah the tools I mean, are hard but,
1: yeah but companies like restream Streamyard, yard and others that are making you know all-in-one packages are making it really easier. I'm just waiting for the for the big networks like LinkedIn and Facebook to increase the video quality because only YouTube gives you full HD. Everything else is low quality. For example, I'm using Google Meet to talk to you and it just yeah. won't give you full HD quality. No, 720p That's, is the best you yeah. can do for it. hope for but it's okay isps
0: internet service providers and like folks like google meet like they need to catch up and they will like if google doesn't have a full hd option within the next year and like ndi support and like high quality audio and like all of these other things that that you don't need for streaming but would be nice to have i would be very surprised if they didn't have those other things
1: Facebook has announced that they still have this beta program where they put where they allow certain content creators to full HD, but this is not available to me. This is not available to almost anyone. That's the problem
0: with the platforms, and by platforms I mean the social networks, the LinkedIn's and Facebooks and whatnot. It they come out with these these things to support live because I think they understand that live streaming is the next big thing too but all of these things are tied to their platform. They don't want you multi-streaming like what I do, right? on yeah. multiple platforms. So, if you want to take advantage of the cool live things on Facebook, you have to stream on Facebook. And then period, like not all all of the other things. And I my suspicion is that will change. My because the market's going not going to like that. The market's not, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, exactly, because people will uh, you just—I mean—if you're a business owner, if you're a leader, you—you you have employees. You have to take care of the company. Um, can you really, you know, spend like hours?
0: And well, we got to get to the comments video here, Vishnia. To yeah. remind me, I'm sorry. No, keep, finish your finish your thing. I just keep forgetting.
1: Yeah, no problem. I just wanted to say, you know, live video is going to get discovered, and people will. Uh, when, when the tools get better and when you get have everything all in one, people will discover it. They will abandon webinars for, for the purpose that webinars are not used for. They're great for lead generation, but only if you actually plan to you know to pick up the phone and email and call these people. You know, close those leads. What are you going to do with those emails yeah. if you're not going to follow up on them? So exactly. people in Croatia they use webinars just because they don't know something else exists and. I'm very interested in teaching the market. This is why I stream. People are talking to me. People are coming to me to ask questions about live streaming, and I'm very happy about it. Well, it, it says here,
0: um, LinkedIn user, Vizhnia is a pioneer in Croatia and the Balkan region in creating live streams and educational videos. Flatter. And, well, flatter, you know... There's, that, that's a big deal because, I mean, if we have folks listening out here in that region, it doesn't even matter that region is, man, don't teach yourself, right? Like, like we said it was easy, and it is, but there can be a learning curve, right? And sometimes it, it just really helps to have someone else to hold your hand through that initial step, right? Exactly. And yeah, I, I'm imagining it's okay if I'm telling people to reach out to you. If, if they need sure, help with no, that. no
1: problem yeah. I'm I'm so uh, I'm so psyched about live streaming that you know I will talk to anybody who who asks and yeah sure, people just come to me I already have a checklist before I go live this <laughs> is actually how Tucker and I
0: ma- that's, ma- that's what I was yeah. trying to remember how I found you and yes. as you were talking I was like oh yeah that's how I found you so yeah. visionia has this checklist and this will save you. I think I, I immediately messaged her on LinkedIn and I said, Oh my gosh, I wish I had this when I first started doing it. Cause this would have saved me a lot of learning by example, but she has this checklist that's available on LinkedIn. So how you find it is you go to her profile and then you go down to articles that she's written. It's a LinkedIn article and yeah, man, it is just great. Um, Like, all of the little things that it's like a pre-flight checklist for for a pilot who's about to take off and fly across an ocean. As you sit down, like, okay, check your sound levels. um, Make sure your internet's working. That's a big one. Like, I just installed new internet. I installed fiber because I was tired of my live streams crashing. Okay. Um, Block devices. Pause Google Drive from sync. Yeah, that's a big one. Pause Google Drive from syncing. Because I used to have files uploading to Google Drive, syncing to my PC while I was live and it was messing up my bandwidth. So all of these little things are things that I um, I did learn myself. I did not need Vishnia's list here, but oh my God, I wish I had it so I didn't have to learn myself.
1: Tucker, I can tell you so many times I wish I had that list because uh, a friend had to tell me, oh, you don't know that when you restart your Windows, then your Wi-Fi may not always work or something. No, when when Windows auto updates, Wi-Fi goes down. So that killed a stream or two for me. And I don't wish that to anybody, especially when you're not. When you don't, um, you're not an improviser, a natural improviser. I've learned myself to become one. But that, that's
0: know. a really good point, though, because I would make the argument that natural improv- improvisers, I, I want to dispel the myth of the natural improviser, right? Because I think that you can learn to be a natural improviser. And I think people think, oh, I could never do that because that's just not who I am and you can learn how to do like what we do right you can learn how to do it but there's a catch and that catch is the way to learn it is by doing it so the thing about live streaming is like sure you can practice in front of a mirror like you can pre like pre-recording videos is a good intro it's like you know playing with the you know the training wheels. It's riding your bike with the training wheels on. But in order to actually learn how to ride the bike, you need to ride the bike. And it's no difference with live streaming. And I think some people might get discouraged because the first time you go live, you're probably not going to have that many people watching you right? Maybe like one, yeah. two or three or zero. And I've streamed to audiences of zero before I'm sure. And you have to not care about that. Like that's not what it's about because remember, you're not manipulating people. You're not getting leads. You're not, what you're doing is you're adding value and you can't control if people come and take that value, but you, exactly. all you can do is yourself. So
1: I have a trick that actually works for this part streaming to zero people, especially if you use LinkedIn, uh, If you create an event on LinkedIn and manually invite person by person who are already connected to you, Mm -hmm. many of those people will actually show up and you'll see your numbers go up. Not, of course, not everybody will come. but
0: And this is is why I want to move away from, I've been experimenting with that too. And this is why I want to move away from the pop-up. Because, yeah. you know, as I said, the pop-up was an excuse to not plan, <laughs> right? I know, I know. But this is episode 30, I think. It's time that we start planning here. Let's get to the comments, though. I see some sure. new folks in here. Uh, Renee Braccus, question for Visnia. You are sharing so much of your knowledge and expertise for free on your live streams. It seems like you are giving away 90% of your know-how. How do you feel about the other people in the industry that are hiding their secrets and tricks of the yes. trade? This is a yeah. juicy one to answer. If, uh, if...
1: Exactly, and I want a big shout out to my uh, to my friend Renee who asked the question. He he's the co-host of the third show that we that we run together. He's uh, he's been a great support. So, how do I feel about everybody who is not sharing their knowledge? Uh, people have this. Um, i don't know this this idea that others are only interested in knowledge and ideas that people want to steal your secrets and do the, do them do the work themselves but the actual you know the truth is that pe- not everybody wants uh, to do things themselves because they don't have the time so live video video in general and being authentic on social media helps clients, uh, separate the wheat from the chaff, who's actually, who actually knows what they're saying, who actually has the, has the expertise. And they just want to, you know, they want a the shortcut. Just give me the person who can do this, uh, who can do it for myself. I don't want to do the work myself. Let them do it for me or let them teach my team how to do it for us, for my company. So... Uh, when I share my knowledge and everything I know, I, I actually show people exactly what I do. I give them my tools of the trade. I give them for free sometimes for everybody to download, because um, it's not a secret. I, I don't want to keep it for myself because it's not. It doesn't matter. What right. matters is I use my live streaming to to get to know more people, get to know more clients, to network with potential clients who actually need me. So this is a service for everybody. I am enabling people to uh, to find me because they are looking for people like me. And if you are a professional, for example, if you're an LSP, an owner of an LSP or a language professional, people are looking for you. They just don't know that you're the right person for them.
0: Yeah, they just don't know how to find you. Right. It's yeah, like they're exactly. looking for you, they just don't know how to find you, yeah, so help so, them, and this can apply to live streams. this can apply to anything on linkedin like i'm I'm big on you know your LinkedIn profile is your window to the world. So if you're not fully taking advantage and LinkedIn's pushing out new features every quarter, right? If you're not fully taking advantage of the the features on LinkedIn to update your profile, make sure that it's professional, make sure that it's easily scannable and your best work is highlighted, then you're missing out. You're missing out. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, talk to people, oh, I've sent a hundred resumes, I've applied for a hundred jobs. Well, why don't we take a look at your LinkedIn profile? Oh, I don't want to update my LinkedIn profile. Okay. Keep sending resumes. Yeah, resumes, exactly. Right?
1: Don't leave. Don't leave any digital trace. Don't leave. Uh, don't be social. Don't be Googleable. I mean, if I, I, was, I talk to people was, who
0: don't want to be found, yeah, right. Sometimes and that—that's yeah. okay. It's a personal choice. if you're listening and you're one of you're one of those, then that's okay. I respect your bad decisions. <laughs> but <laughs> like, joking aside, <laughs> like my question to you would be: What about twenty years from now? What about ten years okay. from now, right? Because the world is obviously moving in that direction. So if you can't be found, then you can't be hired, you can't be congratulated, you can't be celebrated. And if suppose if those things aren't important, I guess it's okay.
1: Exactly. And what do we know what the world would look like in 20 years? They're always saying in the in the news that there are jobs that our the generation that comes after us will do that we can't even imagine, let alone spell yeah. mm-hmm. or plan for. So uh, sometimes um, we in the tech community, we joke that oh, when we get tired of this technology and IT stuff, we're just going to go, you know, um, we're going to plow the field or uh, take care of the sheep, you know, herd the sheep. (laughs) when we're really tired of this work. And sometimes people do that, really. And when we go there, we're going to need technology. We're going to have to be findable and people will have to be... uh, We'll have to trust us that we're people of trust, of authority, no matter what we do, what we choose to do. So I'm choosing to leave a digital trace, a digital footprint uh, in a way that's fun. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, I love teaching. I love sharing my knowledge. I discovered video. I used to write content like blog posts and stuff. And I don't know, maybe in 10 years we'll do virtual reality, virtual, or... real-
0: augmented yeah. that I was thinking the same thing. I was like, okay, because you know, here at Nimzy, we're always like, okay, let's do the, the new thing. Like when yeah. clubhouse came out, I was all about clubhouse until I realized clubhouse was dying. And I was like, okay, but <laughs> yeah. I don't regret that decision because you have to, you have to, not everything that you check out is going to be the next Facebook. Right. But You have to do it. So, you know, I asked myself the question three years from now, if my mission has succeeded, then everybody in the industry is going to be doing live streaming. Webinars are going to be dead and buried. Okay. What then? Right. Because if everyone's doing it, I'm going to get bored with it. So are we going to be doing virtual reality? Are we going to? I don't know. I don't know. But that excites me.
1: Yeah, exactly. You have to be at at the front of every technology. I mean, it has to be fun. Uh, I'm not... That kind of person that would say, "Oh, you gotta be on TikTok right now. This is the hot yeah. stuff. Clubhouse, whatever comes after Clubhouse." Um, I know I can't, I can't speak for every company. I'm a small company. That there's just two of us in the company, although we've been in the business for 20 years. But- you're,
0: an, you're an optimized. You have optimized <laughs> operations. You're an efficient. Exactly. You're not small. You're efficient
1: exactly yeah. i have optimized for my type of lifestyle there you for go. maximum freedom and enjoyment so that sounds this much is not better
0: that sounds much better than i'm a small company yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i choose to do stuff that's fun while i still can still can i had a larger yeah. team i had employees and i i don't know how uh, how i would stream a show 10 years uh, in in my past I barely had the time to, you know, to close the deals. I was in sales. I was in marketing. I was in charge of everything of, you know, getting toilet paper for the office, everything you have to do as a small company. So I have the time. So I live stream and I love it. And I would recommend to everybody to experiment with stuff that scares you and excites you at the same moment, because that's the sweet spot. That's, that's where the most growth lies. And maybe the biggest source of leads. Let's
0: see. you're like my twin. You're, you're <laughs> like saying all of the stuff that I usually yeah. say. You're stealing all of my lines. But yeah. <laughs> I love it. I think... Thanks. I think we're good. We're caught up on the comments. Thank you, everybody who's um, been join- joining in the comments. We're coming up. We've passed the forty-five minute mark. That's usually my sweet spot. Um, I have one last idea that's come to me on on this yep. stream, though. Is I've been joining a lot of local lunches. Are you involved in local lunches at all? Have you gone to those?
1: Uh, to what? I'm sorry.
0: Local lunch. What's that? So local lunch is they have chapters all around the world, and it started pre-pandemic where. It was very local. So like Miami local lunch chapter would meet once a month and they'd have lunch and you know everyone buys their own lunch and maybe there's a speaker, maybe there's a topic, whatever. But it was a very kind of decentralized, kind of like the women in localization model where it's like one organization. But when they went remote, they've been having virtual local lunches, which is super cool to me because it's a nice mix between the local and the global because they are tied to specific locations, but they're open for everybody. And I've just been joining those like crazy. I just I was just on Local Lunch Monterey. Um, uh, last week I was in Local Lunch. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But um, where was I going with this? Oh, one of the Local Lunches. People were asking and said, Tucker, because they see me streaming. And they said, Tucker, you need to teach us how to do that. And I said, okay, okay. I'll do a workshop. And, you know, free workshop, open to everybody, blah, blah, blah. But that was a week and a half ago, and I haven't done anything on it. And I just had a flash thought. You and I should do a workshop together. Oh,
1: wow. That would I'm, be cool. I'm open for it. That would be totally cool. All right. Yeah. Well,
0: we said it live on air, so it's on the record now. But yeah. let's, not this week, because I just got done traveling back from california <laughs> and i am way behind on linkedin messages emails and everything okay. but let's do that vision that would be fun yeah. maybe next week we can start collaborating we can put together something sure. and basically the outline's already done it's your list right it's your- yeah
1: yeah so i have i have more than one list there, there are two at least two more links at the bottom of this post that i uh that I took from my colleagues who also stream. So oh. it's like a list, yeah, from Christina and from Rene. Rene also streams. So they had other types of uh, posts, like you should relax, you should uh, don't drink sodas, uh, don't, uh, you know, not the techie part. Yeah. So this is one of the guests on my show. And th- it's in Croatian, but we can compile a list. It's a, It's, you know... It sounds like a hell yeah idea. Do you know the concept by uh, Derek Sivers? No, you know but I are. like
0: it. Tell me about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He tells, there's only two. If, if somebody asks you a question or proposes something, then it's either hell yeah or no. <laughs> if it's not hell yeah, it's no automatically. Yeah. If the idea yeah. ex- excites you, that makes then sense. you should probably do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So if, if I'm getting a hell yeah from you, then, then yeah. we'll do it. Awesome. Sure. Sure. Let's let's do this. Let's right, do this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you I, you heard it here first on Nimsy Live. We'll be doing a workshop, and so if this is something that you guys want to do, and trust me, if we can do it, you can do it, right? So if it's something sure. that you're you're interested in educating yourself about, or maybe you're a marketing manager and you'd like to see your brand start doing live interaction, you'd like to kill the webinar, then sign up. We'll be posting stuff about that soon. Yep. Any, yes, final, that's awesome. any final thoughts before we, we get out of here, Vishnia?
1: Well, um, I would tell people to just let themselves fail, experiment and have fun with everything they do in content marketing because these things take you so much further than you can actually uh, imagine right now. So I I would never... I would never dream that I would be a live streamer, that I would love video, that I would not hate my voice. It's only for the first five episodes. And after that, you get used to everything. <laughs> so experiment, people. It's great fun.
0: here. I, I have nothing to add. For once I'm speechless. Thank you very much, Vishnia. I look forward to collaborating with you and chit chat with you right after the stream. But for those of us, uh, for those of you guys on the stream, thank you very much for joining. Very active comment section. Um, make sure to like and subscribe to NIMZ Insights. If you want updates to these, you can visit us at NIMSY.com. Um, Logit Logit I'm sorry, do you pronounce Logit? Logit. It's Logit. Logit is I thought I had the website pulled up, but I don't. It's Logit com dot net dot net logit dot net and youtube channel is linked in the description if you want to go check out the podcast um there thank you very much vizhna and we'll see you guys next time until then thank you
1: thank you Thank,
0: thank you